Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, with, with, bup, 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 bup. <laughs> and with me today, we got Kyle McIntyre. And uh, on the line, it's a, uh, yeah, that's a long it's, distance. Long distance. Uh, it's uh, from another another country. <laughs> wow. Whoa. We have uh, Mr. Andrew Walsh. Say hi to the people. <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> um, yeah, this, is this your first time being on a podcast? It is for sure. Yeah. yeah hell yeah! Well, thank you for coming on to ours. Yeah. Gra- you know, gracing well, us. It's uh, good. Good to have you. So, um, for- yeah, you've you've been a a virtual friend for a while, and the, on in the Facebook groups. Yeah, and- we didn't think we thought you were a bot for a while. Yeah. Now we know you're a real person. <laughs> and uh, so. yeah, yeah, you've been. You know, following along along with the show and supporting it, and you know, uh, contributing a lot with like you know topics and various things like that. And I was like, you know what? It's 2019. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> and you they said got you, internet you, yeah, there. I yeah, think, you, right? you have a a mic and stuff like that. So we'll get into the topics, kind of what I was picking your brain about. But uh, let's jump into what's news, and we'll go into some of that stuff. What do you What do you guys say? Yeah, we could do that. Kyle, did you, you want to lead us off? <sighs> you got some time? Yeah. All right, all right. We got um, an hour and some change to to spare here. I uh, for my my walrus quest, right? So there's a a pedal I've been looking at since it came out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and noticed it had some features on it that I think would work with the the noise section of my pedal board, the bass. Yes, yeah, for my 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 bass noise section. Yeah, that's a an ongoing quest. Yeah. that we're trying to do and just add more like ambience in between songs and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah so i settled on the slow that was i was looking at looking at the slow when it first came out i'm like oh it's cool it's a reverb i already have reverb i already have you know and then i'm like it has that momentary function where it's like it'll just go nuts not nuts it'll just take the it'll hold the sound like a basically and kind yeah. of like all, it's like self-oscillate. almost like a freeze yeah like freeze pedal um so i knew uh special someone in the area <laughs> Uh, should we name him? Yeah, well, whatever. Throw him out there. I've I've bought from him before. He's a he's a good customer. Or I'm no, I'm a good customer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, Ryan from uh, Sixty Cycle Home. Yeah, H- huge shout out. He needs those shit shout outs. Yeah, um, <laughs> he needs those shit outs. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> so I I basically um I think the first pedal I bought he put like a call out. Oh, does anyone want this walrus mo- uh, monument? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. And then this one, I was like. Hey, dude. I know you what, have this. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got that slow, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hit him up. and Yeah, because he did a demo for it and stuff like that. And I think it, he was using it on his board. And then he was like, oh, I, he, you know, yeah, I guess he, humble brag for him. He, like, I'm t- saying he gets so many pedals that you're like, I'll bet there's a chance that he's exactly got that thing. It's like, hey, man, you want you want that piece of he, shit? He wouldn't move it. Like, <laughs> what, you're trying to k- tire kick him? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So it was funny because we we almost didn't meet up. It was like, oh, oh I don't want to disturb you. Oh, well, you want to you want to sell it? No, I mean, oh. anyways, we met up finally. I got it. Yeah. So playing that, it is it is a fun pedal. It is cool. It does that momentary hold it you actually just have to hold it for like a split second and it'll just capture yeah and then you you can still stack into that like mm-hmm. but it makes this um ambient kind of yeah ambiance and, and so yeah a bunch of different like uh modulation features yeah, or whatever that it's you can crazy do that, yeah it's so it'll be cool to add just hit and let it roll and just generate some crazy noises yeah and then what's cool is you hit it and it fades out it doesn't just go like, 
It doesn't just like drop out. And that's exactly what we were exactly. thinking with like, because uh, the... The rubber neck, you, as soon as you hit it, it's like, like, like it's, it's gone. It's like a hard stop. Yeah, this is like, yeah. which is cool. So, so that's uh, been fun. Um, I completed yes. my parts, cat, par, partiora, because mm. like party, you know? Yeah, yeah. Partiora. It's a party. It's the, <laughs> it's the Meteora, um, uh, guitar that I was building with the Evertune and the P90s. Yeah. Man, the thing plays great. So it's finished. The, it's all ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Just, Did I just got to do some. I ordered. I ordered the body from a uh, Rosser. Yeah. Okay. And then I. I just did all the. He just sends like a. It's like a piece of uh, unfinished. I mean, li- rough finish. Um, white ash, and then sand it down, stain it, and then. So it's kind of like here you go. This is your piece yep. of wood. You get to do what you want with it. So. Um. Yeah, I got like a baseball bat, Louisville Slugger neck. It's a really oh. big neck from Warmoth. Yeah, love that thing. Yeah. Um, roasted maple. Uh, you know, posted some pictures of it if you guys want to take a look at it. But Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really cool. I think once you got it kind of set up and going and then just kind of minor adjustments here. Yeah, got to do the, some intonation stuff. Yeah. And, but, but I was playing it. I'm not used to playing guitars with that big of a neck. I didn't realize. I'm like... Man, I think most of my guitars, I think my SG has a little bit thicker of a neck, but not even close to being that yeah. big and round. It's the fat back is the neck it's size. It's funny what a couple millimeters will do, you and know? It's, no, yeah. <laughs> my Les Paul's got a fat neck. It's my favorite to play. So. I'm just not even used to it. I think it's comfortable to do chords, but when I was trying to do like some lead work and some other stuff, I was just doing like plain riffs or whatever. I'm like, I'm missing strings. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not used to this at all. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what kind of guitar do you have, Andrew? A uh, Les Paul, a Gibson Les Paul. Nice. Uh, is it like a studio or is it a, a standard? It's a, the LPJ from 2014. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. This came with like, what, 50s next or something like that? Yeah, I think it's the 50s. Yeah. Nice and fat. What nice. kind of necks on your SG? Isn't it just wider? I think it's just a little bit thicker, but it's not like it's. I, I most of my guitars have the slimmer '60s yeah style necks. This one's just like I think it's in between the two. It's not as big as a, but I it's a noticeable difference. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's more comfortable to play. But I think I just like my Les Paul Junior more, so I nice. play that one more. But anyway, so so that that's done. That thing is fun to play. Like I said, um, I don't know. It's it's been since like was it January? Yeah. So it's been like a quest. To get so, this done. To get it done, to get sent out, get it routed for the Evertune Bridge, and then getting parts for it, and then realizing, oh, I need to do this, and then thinking, like, I did something wrong on it, and realizing I just didn't fit things together properly, and then, yeah. okay, snaps together. So it's been this, like, journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice to finally see something come together that you, like, envisioned, and, like... And also when, to, w- like, finish a project. Yeah, to actually <laughs> finish something. <laughs> but when, like, you're seeing all these parts come in, you're like... I'm never going to finish this. But with a smile, I'm going to finish this. Yeah. You never, yeah. <laughs> um, I had some other parts come in for guitars, some tuners and just like stuff to try and finish other ones. So, but I put some tuners on the, that Squire I got, the, uh, the black. Yeah. The, uh, whatever the. Affinity. It's an Affinity. Affinity Squire. Yeah. Yeah. You, Cause that got was some, like the thing that you were like most disappointed about was the uh, tuners. Tuner, yeah. Tuners suck. Cause they were just kind of like. It would yeah. skip, and you're like, oh, okay. Now either, we're either way, way we're ru- like tuning or detuning and stuff like that. It would just yeah. like, okay. So I got some Spurzels. 
purple ones. Yeah. So offset in that. Uh, so it's all black. And all with, black and then yeah, with like little, a little purple, fluorescent purple. Purple highlights or something yeah. like that. Um, I guess I'll go to my big, the big one. Okay. Even though, you know, you're, Jesus okay. Christ. You got, <laughs> hold on, hold on. got a hell of a lot of what's new. These are all, none of them are anything to shake a stick at. But go on. I'm going to take a deep breath here. So uh, I've always wanted this this instrument, this bass, actually. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about it before. Uh, I, Probably over a decade now. Yeah, forever. And I just started looking again on Reverb. Um, it, like, popped up on my feet, I think, because it knows what, what I want. Yeah. But um, Gibson Grabber. So yeah. I I bought one uh, from a dude in Florida. Yeah. It's one of the three... Humbucker one, yeah, or so, three single coil one. Yeah, it's the G3. Yeah. So it's a 1976 G3. It's black with like a maple neck. Yeah. Man, it's awesome. I And I I got to do some adjustments on it. Um, I think there's maybe like a worn out tuner. Or yeah. Just, but it plays pretty well. Probably do some straightening of the neck, but I mean, the thing's like 45 years old or something. Yeah, yeah. Is that the bubble wrap one from today? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it had a layer of bubble wrap for every year it's been alive. <laughs> like a tree. Kind of yeah. the rings. <laughs> the yeah. Bubble wrap. yeah. It nice. just cocoons itself. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to keep it safe. That's yeah. cool. Then the guy gave a shit. Yeah. No, it didn't come in a case, so I'm going to have to get a case. Yeah. So, get a mono case. No, only a hard case, dude. Okay. But, um, yeah, to maybe just go through it and see... There's some scratchy pots and stuff, so just clean them out or whatever. Yeah, see see what it takes. But um, are, are you gonna try and keep that like or, as original as you can, or I do you want to so. make it like a player? Because if like a pot's bad, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck it, just get a new harness. Yeah, maybe just keep the original stuff. Yeah, I'll keep it and put it back in if I ever sell it. But I like if you if you know like, me, like if that, <laughs> if that tuner's busted, just get another. Yeah, set of tuners. I, I think it just it's just I might be able to. It's worn out a little bit. It's not. It just rattles when you hit the string that it's on. Yeah. Right. It just rattle the actual tuner tuning peg rattles a little bit. Like there's a lot of play. Yeah. But well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in tight. Might be able to take it out. Might be able to move like pound some metal so it stays yeah. in place without so you're, breaking you're it. You're obviously. not so concerned about like well it's, it and it had a the, it, the bridge was replaced anyways. The, yeah, it has a badass two bridge in it, which isn't bad. Which is kind of kind of what, what I was going to put anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it it the neck has actually been broken before. Uh-huh. The neck was snapped and it Repaired. was put back together. And Gibson so, style, yeah. <laughs> so, but it wasn't on the headstock, so it's actually on the neck. It's like yeah. at the f- first fret. Yeah. So, whatever it it I might have to sand that spot down. I can feel a little catch there, but fuck, I mean, that's cool. Got it. Got it for a good deal, and yeah. it's never gonna break in that spot. Hopefully, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. All right, that was my what's new. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a lot. A lot of cool stuff. All right. Uh. What Andrew? I guess uh, we've never talked to you before. So what's new? Start from <laughs> the beginning. Maybe recently. What, what, what's what's uh, well, first? I was born. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, what's new 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 in your world? What's uh you know some cool stuff going on? Well, music wise, uh, my first time playing live in a long time it was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I kind of got the bug to yeah. uh, keep playing live. So tonight was my first jam with a local band. They asked me to come in and play guitar with them, and so that was tonight. How'd it go? Good, good. Um, they gave me 12 songs on Sunday to learn. Then I uh, got the flu. It's a hell of an order for like, what, four days? <laughs> yeah, they, like weren't, you, they weren't expecting me to learn at all, but I learned what I could. You actually got the flu? 
I did get the flu. Okay, not like I got sick with playing. I actually got the flu. Uh, Yeah, I didn't get the practice flu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said he caught the bug to play. Oh, okay. okay. That was a long con there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long game. Yeah, yeah, you have to go back and follow yeah. along. Yeah, if you, if you miss those of you mi- go back <laughs> to page two and you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. But yeah, no, it's it, all the songs are songs I enjoy playing, so it was good to get out and play some people like minded nice. music. Is and they want to start writing too, so it'd be nice to. Oh, that'd be, that's cool. Is it more of like a yeah. what, what kind of style is it? Uh, like all covers right now, but like Blink, mm-hmm. uh, Offspring. Nice. Some, uh, Hell yeah. So kind of rock punk and stuff like that. So Yeah. All right. stuff you would enjoy as well, right? So yeah, definitely. Right up your right up our alley, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So, so when, they to, when they want to write stuff, I thought I could just bring some plain stuff they won't know and I'll say I wrote this last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to like okay, really roll back your like, okay, what would I write when I was like twelve? And then <laughs> just, that's what plain yeah. stuff is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where the lead lines all go off of the chord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I I think we were talking earlier, like in a text about like, oh yeah, this is you know cool. I'm like, you know, and I'm like, I think most of the time with those first band practices, it's kind of just about feeling the vibe. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you're not just trying to be like, let's judge this guy. Does he rip or not? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an air guitar competition or something yeah, or like yeah. the shred off, but it's like, can we vibe with this guy? Because to me, I'd rather, I oh my God, I'd so much rather play with a guy who um, is, you know, a g- good enough at his instrument to be able to play with. But like, I don't want to play with the guy who's just like smoking everybody, but I want the guy who's like cooler. Like the hang is more important than like the, the player. Yo vibes, bro. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It, it's tasty vibes, man. Cause I'm it's like, about the licks. To play it perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like we've played with drummers who are really, really good. I'm like, man, I do not want to play with you. <laughs> Cause it's like, <laughs> you're, Oh, they kind of hitting the right, you know, parts at the time and then they adding fills in here i'm like dude you're like a showman and then you're just a total dickhead so i'm like can you get the fuck away from me please <laughs> you're drowning yeah. me bro everyone in this band is pretty humble which is good and nice. i felt like a bag of shit from the flu so i was kind of leaning on the wall for half of it trying to follow along so <laughs> nice. not a great first impression but i think it went well so <laughs> or you could be so like oh man he we're not impressing him we got to step it up guys <laughs> Yeah, over there. <laughs> he's getting tired he's getting bored <laughs> yeah nice cool. well, that's pretty good this week anyway but i got a, i got a, i got a couple things we'll get some into some topics so i'm still on my pedal genie trial yeah uh i got my next pedal from them so the last one alexander whatever it was was not so hot <laughs> so i had another one i don't i think kind of how they do their list you kind of make like you know whatever 20 something pedals or whatever and then they kind of just pick Compared to the availability and whatever's on the top oh, of your okay. list, they'll send out to you. So it's kind of just like, surprise, you'll get an email of like, this coming, you know, this is being sent. It's coming. And so I was like, oh, a Digitech drop. I heard about it. You know, it's like, I think I, I like, I've seen it on a couple of boards and rig rundowns, you know, on like Premiere Guitar or whatever. And people say, oh yeah, you know, I do this when I need to, you know, drop tune. Instead of changing guitars, I can just click on this and it drops, um, you know, up to eight half steps down. Dang. It, your whole tuning, so it, you every string is now tuned half step down, so you can just play, you know, say if you're, you know, if you want to play, you know, D standard and you're an E, just drop it to half steps and you can just click that and like, boom, it sounds actually like it's, it's, it sounds like your guitar's down tuned. I was like, That's crazy. I was super skeptical 
And then I um, heard it talked about on the Tone Control. Derek had it as, you know, they're sponsored by Pedal Genie. And then he got it and he's like, man, I, you know, I was kind of, you know, threw it on my list and he got it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And he tested it out at home, recorded, and then in his band situation, you couldn't tell a difference. And so I was like, damn. <laughs> and I was trying That's it cool. out on bass. I was trying it out on guitar. Um, I was playing through my fractal and stuff like that. I'm like trying to be like, okay, ultra precise to see what if I can hear the difference. I'm like, dude, that sounds great. Even on bass, it works. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, because in um, just in case, I you know, um, I play bass in that band, and we have a song. We have like probably half the set or four or five songs that are you know drop D. But I'm like, oh, and I I just hate doing that. I hate playing D, like because it's just so floppy. Like the string, just like it, the the resistance or like whatever, yeah, it, it doesn't, flubs out. And... Yeah, it feels like you're playing a rubber band, like or like guitar. And I'm like, I, it, it's fine. <laughs> Nobody can tell the difference. But I'm like, okay, I hit that that thing, and I had my guitar tuned to E standard or my bass tuned tuned to E, and then I hit the drop tune for a whole step down. I'm like, oh, cool. So I just would have to relearn my hand positions if I got this thing, which I think I'm gonna buy it. What you're gonna buy a pedal? I think I'm either I was gonna buy it from Pedal Genie because they have that option of buying it. Yeah. But it's actually cheaper if you buy it from Pitbull Audio. Oh no. Nice. Used. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna send this one back. And uh, I brought it for you to try out so you can give it a shot before I send it back. Yeah. And then yeah, it's really, really it's kind of a dumb like it's not a dumb pedal. It's just boring, but it's like a more It of feels a, like a utility pedal. It's exactly yeah. what it is. I would think that'd be great to have each you and I on our boards. And then we could be like if we had like a drop tune song or if we wanted to like you know experiment with like playing you know in d standard or c sharp or something like that for yeah. a song we wouldn't have to commit to having a whole guitar tune to that jesus and then we could just like play and i'm like yeah it's, it's it's really cool it's a cool cool little idea put it before the tuner or after the tuner yeah <laughs> and i was doing dumb tests like that and actually tuning <laughs> and checking the tune i'm like damn. wow it's still ac- as accurate as the string was so i'm like damn that's that, pretty cool it's cool i it sounds can you switch sound- out to momentary so the Yes, 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 you can. So you can have it to where it's like, you know, one of the, like where it dips down, like, beep, beep, almost dive, but it doesn't, it doesn't do like a smooth dive, it It just drops. It's not like the um, boss one. The super shifter. It's not like that. No, it doesn't have like more of a effect. You kind of just push it and it goes, beep, Yeah. It does have a kind of a scale down, but it's not like as uh, dynamic as the boss one. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's very cool. And I was just, I did like a, like a stupid test like video um, recording of it because uh, Derek from the Tone Control asked, I'm like, dude, can you can you test it with the Miku? I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah. I just <laughs> warmed that thing up. You don't have to like, uh, you know, uh, you know, tempt me, you know, threaten me with a good time. So I was like, hell yeah. So I just made a video for it. So I put it on our Instagram and um, kind of getting more into doing, you know, like uh, pedal, like videos mm-hmm. or whatever, just kind of getting used to doing, okay, figuring out if I want to start doing that, like maybe doing it for, uh, you know, maybe putting them on YouTube or something like that. But I'm like, oh, so far the the Miku ones are just hilarious because it's like people are like, okay, we get that the Miku is a noisemaker and kind of like you know quirky and just like kind of like you know glitchy and just burp, beep, beep, okay. and then if you add that to other things, I'm like, okay, can you just make some scary, crazy noises and stuff like that? And that was the drop was just going. You should do the Miku and the slow. I should try it, but yeah. So I you know I had uh, that going. And then uh, let's see. So that that is uh, now I'm one one and one for the the pedal genie. One good one, one you know not so good one. <laughs> yeah. So I'll send that back and we'll see what, what comes next. Let's see. Uh, next, I bought some. I did buy something. 
pretty stupid. It is guitar related and anime related. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so I bought a Vox uh, amp plug, a K on <laughs> anime version. So um, Mio from K on, I don't know. They did like a whole series of like the guitar bass uh, players from K on the anime series on these special edition Vox amp plugs. Yeah. So you know, like the little like headphone thing that goes into your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and they go for like hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to buy one of those. It's like those things don't sound good. Yeah. They don't sound good. <laughs> it's not going to sound like an AC30. No. <laughs> and this is the bass version cuz she's the bass player of the band. So I'm okay. like, what the fuck? <laughs> um so it's just like pretty much a clean tone or a grittier clean tone. Hmm. Anyway, and uh on Instagram um friends of ours the um, unlimited tone work slash like I guess they have another in- account that's more anime focused Sundere. is uh, Sundere Industry like they kind of do like a lot more like figures and stuff like that and he had posted on his story like hey I'm I, I think I'm just gonna sell this thing this Vox one I'm like I messaged him like how much are you gonna sell it for him he's like well uh, for you um, sixty bucks which Dang. is still a lot of money yeah. <laughs> compared to the other amp plugs I'm like you know what <laughs> sold it's <laughs> fucking stupid. And he's like, just so you know, they go for like 120 bucks or like $200. So I'm hooking it up. Yeah. So he's like, I'm hooking you up, bro. He gave me a couple stickers or whatever. I'm like, cool. Uh, So that was my stupid purchase. (laughs) And I tried it out. It sounds like shit. So it's basically basically just on the wall next to my uh, anime figures. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cool to have. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a... it's crazy. It's, it's a novelty. It is. 100% novelty. I put it back in the package so it looks like it's, you know, mint in box. <laughs> put, put it on your uh, anime board. Yeah, my, my, my dream. Have it the, hook it into the pedal, the final one. That could be the one. That could be, you yeah. And then just you go, get a microphone. And just, and just go DI out of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's something new that I bought that was uh, kind of... Well, kind of. You've wanted that for a while. Yeah, and I got it, and I'm like, yeah, sixty dollars <laughs> shipped. I'm like, that's this pretty is, good. And I was like, yeah, it's good. It's not good. What do you think oh, about okay. like they're normally like twenty dollars or fifteen bucks, and then I paid sixty. Okay, well, <laughs> but it has Mio on it. Yeah, it's, I don't even know who that is. I put it with the with the rest of the waifus on the wall. Just boom, <laughs> next to my figures and shit. <laughs> anyway, it was a dumb purchase, but I'm actually pretty ex- excited about it. And then, yeah, so that's that's kind of it. I did play a show with Justin Case. It was fine. I used uh, the baseboard. I kind of added for a noise thing. I didn't use the. Um, oh, you're taking my idea. Yeah, okay. I, I. Well, I mean, it's your it's your board that I used. I didn't do the um, DoD rubber neck as much as mm-hmm. I did the. Um, I added the Hummingbird V4, mm-hmm. which has the momentary. That's very cool, actually, on bass because yeah. it goes just like you have it on. The highest speed and you go brrr, yeah. brrr, and it kind of starts doing like a feedback kind of loop. Other than that, yeah, it was good. I used the terror bass combo on mic'd in a, in a smaller bar. Killed it. Oh my God. People loved it. They're like, damn, that thing is, how many watts is that? You go, Brian. <laughs> no, people were like, they came up to like, that's 500. No, they did not care about my bass playing. They yeah. cared about like that amp. It's like, how much is that? 500 watts? That's cool. But yeah, no, so just in case shows are good. We got some shows coming up next month, but. Yeah, well, that's kind of it for the what's news. Long what's news, long winded. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah, but we, hey, we're all doing cool shit. <laughs> we just want everyone to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So, Andrew, the, the one of the reasons, or you know, I guess the audience, one of the reasons why I brought wanted Andrew to come onto the show is because uh, he's a cool dude, cool guy, cool. 
Uh, hashtag cool guy. Sick, sick hangs. <laughs> sick, ha- sick hangs, bro. <laughs> and I guess for him tonight, you know, sick hangs. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate wah, wah. it. I mean, time zone differences. Yeah. You're right. like all the way over in the Atlantic Ocean mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm going to drop. <laughs> just a just, just little bit. You're in a schooner. Yeah. And then, because <laughs> Andrew uh, does a lot of um, guitar repair. So um, Andrew's Alcove is your Instagram, and you kind of can follow that along, and you can see kind of his, you know, you know, process of, you know, and like progress that he's doing of like different uh, repairs. And you kind of did like what speaker amp or combo speaker conversions and stuff like that. So you're kind of like very DIY, like I'm going to work on something, I'm doing it. And you're, are you, are you doing that just for yourself or for friends or for clients or what do you? Well, it started off doing stuff for, I can go back to the beginning. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's get into that. I kind of want to know, like you do guitar repair. So I guess I wanted to ask like, what are things that you specialize in? What do you do? What don't you do? And then, but let's kind of just start from the beginning, you know, lead it off. It's, it's all you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, Music was always huge in my family, like mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, there's a piano in the house. There's an acoustic guitar floating around. My dad always had music in the car, like yeah. introduced me to Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, Metallica. My dad introduced mm-hmm. me to all those bands, right? So yeah. um, my brother managed a record store, so he had a lot of CDs. Like, oh, dope. He would take home the uh, demo CDs and stuff, so there's always music available, right? Yeah. So I started playing guitar when I was like 15 or so and uh, played for a few years, band in high school and stuff like that. But then when I got older, my job took about 100 hours a week when I was 20 years old. Dang, and uh, adulting kind of got in the way for a while, so I, the guitar kind of slid away from me. So then uh, I went back to advance my training at, for work in like 2011, finished that in 2014. When I was on that, I didn't want to read another book in my life, so I started playing guitar again. <laughs> and, uh, so started playing a little more, and then I kind of got interested in how they worked a little better because when I was younger, if I had a problem, I took it to someone to fix it and spent a lot of money on it. Right. Yeah. That's where money goes. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else was DIY. Like if something needs to be fixed in the house, I don't call someone. I usually just kind of figure it out unless it got to a point where I need to call someone. Yeah. Broken car. I fixed it myself. So I thought if I knew that I can, I can fix a guitar. Right. So Mm -hmm. start kind of learning stuff like that and then looking for guitars to modify and stuff. And, uh, Ryan on 60 cycle had that, uh, Epiphone SL series he did there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be a cool guitar to pick up and uh, mess around with. Never ended up getting one, but I bought a few Squires and kind of took them apart and desoldered and resoldered and kind of figured out how it all worked and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I decided I wanted to build a guitar, so I bought a kit online for a Telecaster. Nice. And that's when I started listening to the podcast, actually. Uh, while I was doing that, I couldn't listen to music because I couldn't sit still when I listen to music. So start listening to podcasts instead. You start moshing. That's how I got into yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slamming up against the wall. It doesn't work with a solder um, iron in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did that for a while and played with stuff like that. And then, uh, the Instagram actually came from Donner pedals, the, uh, Chinese pedal company. Uh-huh. I saw an ad for that saying they're looking for people to do, uh, reviews on their pedals and i thought i can get free stuff and yeah. do reviews hell yeah that's why <laughs> i started the instagram and i got a ukulele from them and i got a guitar from them a couple small little practice amps some pedals and stuff damn so nice. uh, yeah so i started 
writing those reviews and that's where the name came from. Um, Dude, hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you don't um, need any more pedals, Kyle. <laughs> you'll start a whole Donner board. Yeah. There um, you go. That's going to oh, happen fuck. next. <laughs> so, uh, I was doing that and I was trying to think of a name and, uh, I had a student I was training at work one time and he came over when he was all done his time with me with a bottle of whiskey and we shared that down in the basement. There's a sign that said the kids cave. He said, why does it say kids cave? I don't see any kids down here. It should be Andrew's alcove and the kids never really came down here. So uh-huh. when I kind of converted this to my guitar area, I decided that's what I'll go with was Andrew's alcove. Right? Nice. Cool. And, uh, so yeah, then, uh, the Instagram was kind of going from that. And then my wife was, uh, in transition with jobs and she was trying to decide on, uh, what she wanted to do. And she was taking some, uh, business courses offered for free, but from the government. Yeah. And, uh, there's a social media marketing one. I thought I should take that and kind of see where I can go with it. And that's where I got the idea to start actually doing a business. Cause I had a few friends I fixed guitars for and, and I did some setups for some people. So I thought I might as well see what I can do with it. Right. So, mm-hmm. and then through that, I got the Facebook page made and Twitter, which is kind of dead anyway, but um, yeah, Twitter is weird. It's, it's mainly, I just think it's just for comedy. People want to like, bitch about stuff. Totally. Like you- I find the gaming community is huge in Twitter. But everything else isn't that I that I'm interested in, right? But mm-hmm. any game interest in Twitter's still kind of big. But, but yeah, yeah, so I went through that and uh, decided to start my own business and and uh, got the pages all lined up and started doing some advertising and uh, free advertising. Yeah, and then people just started getting a hold of me uh, through Facebook mostly nice. and uh, started doing a few repairs for people and setups. And I enjoy the setups the most, so that's kind yeah. of what I promote, like setup and repair. Yeah. Um, and then I got into amps because some people were contacting me, asking me if I can fix their amps. And you're at like, first, I you're like, let's check it out. <laughs> so, um, started taking apart some amps and putting them back together and figuring things out. And I started doing a few of those too. So it kind of, it's kind of just naturally organically expanding to more stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a so, 610 floating around here. You probably fix. Yeah. In San Diego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fly you down here. Fly <laughs> Yeah. You can me down. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. If I don't burn it down first. Yeah. So, I mean, so a, a lot of that had to do from kind of your own, like, attitude of like, well, I can fix this myself. I can kind of do this on my own. And then you realize, like, when you were younger, I would pay somebody else to do this. And then when you started getting back into guitar, you were like, you know what? If I, you know, we'll fix this, like, you know. I want people to pay me. Yeah. Things around. <laughs> if I, I'm doing this shit around my house and I can figure out how to do it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure guitar, that which is like not that many parts. I could probably fix that and start doing it. So that kind of gave you the attitude of like, I'm going to go for it. What, what get, what, like, where did you learn how to do any of that stuff? Cause I'll go, I'll maybe go some in some of my background. I'm like, I can do kind of guitar setups and kind of things that adjust on the guitar. But as far as like, I'm never going to like try and file nuts. I'm never going to like, uh, you know, do a fret dress, refret any of that stuff. I'm never going to solder. I don't like doing any of that. I'm like, what kind of made you like think, Hey, you know, I can do that. I want to do that. Like, was it you're a little more fearless than maybe I am? I think that maybe to me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck it up. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I've always been kind of DIY with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I, I find today it's a lot easier than 20 years ago because the internet's huge. Mm-hmm. You can go online. Like, Philip McKnight has good videos there. Stu Mac has a wonderful series. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Short videos showing you how to do stuff. So, uh, anything I don't know, I just learn it, I guess, right? Just. Mm-hmm look up a video or read about it. And I usually check a couple sources before I actually dive into anything. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anything new. 
uh, I'll check Stu Mac and then check for some other videos and stuff and see what different opinions are and kind of figure out what I want to do. Um, if it's something really expensive, I just let them know I'm not doing it yeah. <laughs> until I, until I do it on something a little cheaper. Right. So yeah, that's why I got the squares. Like I, I went on Kijiji and, uh, found some squares. People are selling for 40 bucks. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, I'd buy those up, rip them down, clean them all up, fix them up, uh, clean the pots up and then sell it for hundred bucks. Right. Oh, that's um, like Kijiji. That's like Craigslist up where you're at. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I think you sent me a link to something <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I'll look it up. Oh, I have to sign in. I have to create an account. And I'm like, damn it. This is up like in Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Like, thanks. That was on the MXRs, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, just to look at it. I think it wouldn't even let me look at it unless I had like an account. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, the Jurassic Park Newman. What was his name? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I didn't even message the guy, but I think it was still, it, it was the delay. I think you sent me like the yeah. MXR delay. Oh, nice. I have one now, but well, it someone else has it right yeah. now fixing it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Thanks for saying that, by the way. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> good looking out. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you're kind of just like, what, what, I guess, um, so you, you're kind of like, oh, I'll just kind of figure it out. And there's a lot of resources at my disposal with the internet. I'm like, what are, what, what's your limitation with things? I guess I want to, want to know. So on a DIY perspective, I mean, you don't do this full time. It's kind of a side, side gig on, you know, uh, free time that you do have when you're, you know, not playing in bands or doing a podcast or with family, you're doing yeah. the, the guitar setup. Like, you know, what, what's your limitations with it? What, where do you see yourself as like, I am not, I'm going to turn that away. I can't do that. Um, I usually, if I don't have the tools, that's pretty well the only real limitation for myself. Right. Um, and then I take the money that I get from doing repairs and put that back into buying more tools. So there's not really any pocket money yet from it. Yeah. It's mostly just money comes in and then it goes back out and gets more tools. Right. It's kind of going back into it. That's, that's a really cool way to be. You got to invest in yourself, man. Yeah. Invest in the craft, (laughs) man. As good as your tools. uh, Anything vintage. I'm not really going to attack if I don't know what I'm doing yet. Right. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) like people had, I had a Les Paul from the eighties that came in and he just went to, a nut repair. So I did stuff like that because I was comfortable with that at that point, right? Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, if someone came up with something from 1950, I'd probably tell them to go somewhere else. <laughs> you know Pound what? Sand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That man was rude. Yeah. I um, I think I was on an older Gear Slum episode when they had Kevin Equitz on. And it's like he builds guitars, you know? And so he's he talks about, it's like, yeah, you really, really need like three things or like you know to do guitars like you need tools templates and then time and then they're yeah. like, they thought it was going to be like technique or talent or whatever it's like oh i think he he made he, i think he made the thing because somebody said something with guitars it's three t's it's like tools templates and time and then like or maybe it and then they were like wait it's not talent or technique or whatever you know it's like you're not just like god-given abilities like no yeah if you have time you can learn how to do anything. Yeah, you can mess it up. And I like, I like how many times you want. Yeah, and I like how he's like, yeah, time you'll learn how to do stuff. And I'm like, I like how he's like, he's very, like, yeah, what I do is not a big thing. He's and a I'm humble like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> very humble. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's kind of like that idea is very. I'm like, I, I hear that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that with my guitars. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was kind of like, uh, I you know wanted to bring this up about like our own guitar repair and how comfortable we are with doing these guitar repairs. Like Kyle, yeah. I know you 
are a little more like different yeah. focus than I am. So what what are you comfortable with and why? Um, I own a drill press, but I'm not comfortable using it on a guitar yet. I've <laughs> I've done it on my Squire, like because you know yeah. it's a Squire, it's Squire, and bass. like some of those holes were like <laughs> at the wrong angle. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Good thing uh, there's wood filler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> try again. Yeah, so, wrong. Sad. <laughs> yeah, so that's a project. <laughs> that's an ongoing one. Yeah, so like that one's not done. In the like, done. Pile. Maybe I should have uh, followed a YouTube video on how to use a drill press correctly. <laughs> you I thought the- you just drilled it and it went down straight holes. You use yeah. the drill press. I think you've used it once or twice. Like I, I, I needed a back like cover for my amp Marshall at the time. Yeah. Before I like I found a, a back grate from an actual like Marshall. Uh-huh. I uh, had you like you had like plexi yeah. like, plastic you yeah know, the glass or whatever and you're like I'm like dude you know can you cover this so you cut it to fit the right size I'm like dude can you do holes because I'm like probably those tubes are gonna get hot you're speed like, yeah. holes you're like hell yeah and you use your <laughs> drill and you know it's just like watch hole, your fingers holes everywhere <laughs> and that was probably what, one of the first times you used that drill pressure like hell yeah I could do this like holes all over yeah. the place <laughs> yeah but going through like a quarter inch is different than going through like inch and a half <laughs> yeah so you're like when like, you're with oh. the, you're like man I killed it on Brian's plexiglass thing on this side all the holes line up on the other side the holes do not how does that work you're like you're oh, i'm an idiot that's you, why you look at the camera there's no camera like what i guess like I, i've never used a router before also uh-huh that's one thing i'd i'd like to you know yeah. try and you <laughs> you're like <laughs> not on a guitar i think i'd try it on a piece of wood piece first of plank or something like a fence post <laughs> but i mean so like for you, I mean, okay, Kyle, so it's like you did get into a lot of like pedal building and pedal modifying yeah. and stuff like that. So that's sim- somewhat guitar related. I'm like, what made you get into that? And like, how, you know, like, did you, you're a lot more comfortable with the soldering iron yeah. than I am. So I pretty much I'm just. I'm not afraid to fuck up. That's I gave basically you the soldering iron that I bought. I'm like, yeah. here, take this. And then you gave me a riot pedal. So I'm like, <laughs> winner. And then you, you were like, winner. We both <laughs> feel like we got made out of that situation. Like, that sucker. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um i guess once i realized like i can make stuff and it work uh-huh no it didn't start that way yeah and some of those uh are still bo- hanging some around of those still in the bone pile um <laughs> there's a broken boss <laughs> you're looking at it right, right on the ground <laughs> <laughs> like it literally looks like i threw it on the smash <laughs> it's in pieces and the, the well, circuit uh, board's just gutted like it threw up and then kyle's like threw it on the ground <laughs> in the well, garage you know, i've taken parts from it when i've needed it <laughs> Hey, I could use a resistor. Yeah. <laughs> I need some resistance. <laughs> no, I, I've i taken like nuts and stuff for my other boss pedals. Yeah, like I, I bought one on reverb and it didn't come with, like something was loose, took it apart, found that missing a lock washer. I'm like, oh, well, I know where one's at. I got I got, <laughs> I got a boneyard. A boneyard. So a I bo- guess. Boss and MXR. Once pedals. I realized like I could make something and have fun with it and create something, it made it like sense, it made sense in my head. And yeah, I don't know. I, I'm mechanical, like, I I can, not. I guess I'm not, like, the best. I'm not trying, oh, I'm the best person ever. I'm the best, but man. I like I, I like working with my hands. Yeah. Even though my hands are clunky yeah. and, you know, gross looking, <laughs> I like working with them. And then, you know, uh, well, with, with some of that, too, it's like, okay, so that kind of translated to guitar with, there's not as much, you know, with small parts or whatever, but yeah. it's like, you know, soldering and stuff like that. So, like, for you, that's like, 
Oh, that's Cakewalk to do like soldering and changing pickups and stuff like that, swapping yeah. those and like components out. Yeah. Um, as long you just have to work on it on like you said technique earlier. You have to work on a technique, like soldering technique. Yeah. I like to be honest with you. I'm like I haven't done it in for forever. I wouldn't know how to do well, it. Well, like you can damage a component if you're not careful. If you just leave the soldering iron, you're like, ooh, uh-huh. when's this heating up? <laughs> you know, if you're not if you're not doing it right, uh-huh. you can totally screw up a chip. Yeah. Like, you can melt something. And you've also gotten to a point where it's like, okay, maybe you you took on a project that uh, ended up being a little more than what you thought. Like mm-hmm. say, um, you know, our friend Ivan, you know, took yeah. brought the ES335 and you're like, god damn it, this is a pain. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a guitar. <laughs> it's got six strings, got some pickups, got some knobs, perfect. Um, I don't have little doll hands. Yeah, it doesn't have a cutout, so you have to work <laughs> through the F-hole to get through. God, the, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even think about that. And then it's also like that, and then like he, a pickup went bad, so you had to like do yeah. that and rewind it. Something was not grounded correctly, and yeah, and the choice, he he didn't want to change everything. For me, it would have been like, oh, well, that's bad, so swap, I can change it. Swap but, a pickup, you know, and he's like, no, I don't want to swap it's, a pickup. Yeah, it's when you're dealing with a customer, I mean, it's not really a customer, but your friend who doesn't want to do that and you're like well shit I gotta put this all back together yeah so you got it back together and then yeah. like he ended up taking it to a different shop and yeah. paying them for it and whatever it ended up being okay especially because it was a friend like Andrew have you ever had that yet where you're like taking on a project and you think that you're 100% capable of doing it and then maybe something comes up along the way that you're not able to overcome yeah I had it with a someone brought a PV amp over and uh, I was sure it was just gonna be one of the fuses on the inside I could just sound it exactly like that's what it would be opened it up checked everything it was fine. He wasn't getting sound. His uh, the uh, loop return was running the sound, but he wasn't getting anything in the uh, preamp. Weird. Uh, I checked everything. Everything looked fine from what I could figure out, and I was like, "Yeah, just take it back." I guess <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Right. So, um, yeah, it happened once so far that it was something that I just couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. So it's yeah. fine to be like, <laughs> "I don't know." It's better. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, it's better to that right? and like, oh, well, I desoldered all these caps and uh, <laughs> here's a box of parts, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost not working. So it's working with the left here. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> What'd you do? Wait a couple months to plug that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Forget me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, doing amps, that's a huge jump from what I can gather like, what made you jump into, like, oh, I'm going to start working on amps and stuff like that instead of guitars? And just a friend said, can you fix this amp? And I said, <laughs> I can take a look at it. And then I kind of went from there. Um, I got his running again, and uh, another one came in a solid state. And when I opened it up, I saw that someone else was in there, and they rewired a bunch of stuff. And uh, it was just kind of a mess inside. Um, and that guy there said, don't bother fixing it, but can you make me a cabinet out of it? So I just took and kind of modified it into, so you just said a cabinet, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so sometimes stuff like that happened where it was just the value of the amp and the amount of work it would call, take to uh, actually get it running again and trying to figure out what the first the person before that was in it mm-hmm. did to it because they had wires jumping one plot to another and it was, it was a mess, so. Okay, yeah, I yeah. mean, was it... Did you have like experience with electronics before? Like, did you do pedal builds or something like that? What was like, it seems like a hell of a jump. Maybe like, oh yeah, I can kind of work on guitars. Like, amps, yeah, let me get in there. Even though there's like capacitors that could be like, yeah, that's really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, I have an understanding of it. I didn't do a lot of work on it, but I did a lot of reading and stuff in the past, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, and as far as soldering, I 
I played around with stuff. I got some circuit board and just kind of stuff that wasn't working anymore, like computer parts and stuff, and just kind of played with it till I got the good technique down, right? Nice. Um, I modified my PlayStation when I was younger so I can play burnt discs on the PlayStation. What, what was that hack? Yeah. How'd you how'd you do that? Hack? <laughs> you, you, ordered, you ordered a chip and then it had five wires on it. And you had to solder the wires onto the circuit board and it bypassed the security for the PlayStation. So it was like <laughs> 10 bucks for the part. I soldered it on, but I did hit a piece when I was pulling the solder on and I knocked it off and it flew across the board. So I kind of had to figure out how to get that back in place, but it works. So. <laughs> Free video games. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Hacker mode. Boom. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, I kind of just, I don't know, like, what about, I guess I had questions about, like, okay, like, you know, you were saying with tools, I'm like, what tools are you, like, still, you know, looking to get into your arsenal? Yeah, specialty tools. Yeah, you like, know? I'm like, what else do you need? I don't really know what you need, because I yeah. kind of just either take it to a shop when I need them to do either like a fret dress or like um, to like cut um, a new nut. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'd rather have them cut a bone nut and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, and then I can set an intonation and do stuff like that. But I'm like, everything else, I'm like, have at it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, what yeah. is that stuff that you do that you're just like, no, I can do that myself. Like I got some, I had a lot of tools to start with, like my own personal tools. Um, but then especially tools like, nut files and stuff like that. I gathered, um, the sanders for the, uh, fret edges and stuff and files for that stuff. I kind of picked them over time. Um, was it like Stu Mac mo- mostly you would get, get from there or you kind of do oh, Amazon? Mostly on Amazon and stuff really. Um, mm-hmm. there's a list of things I want from Stu Mac. Yeah. The price, they, they didn't shipping to Canada was expensive. Okay. Through Stu Mac. Um, they just recently came up with free shipping to Canada. So nice. it's mm-hmm. a lot more, reasonable to order from them now and their tools are great right so uh yeah but yeah I'd, like i'd like to get the big sanding blocks for sanding frets down to do like a full fret redress and stuff like that right i don't have that stuff yet yeah um and then you kind of get the ruler to make sure your fretboard the slotted one so the frets don't get in the way when you're trying to make sure it's level yeah stuff like that i'd probably get right from Stu mac i wouldn't really trust amazon to have the proper quality for that or stuff precision tools like that yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Ju- I'm just thinking of stuff that i'm like these are things that kyle should get so that he can learn <laughs> so i can just take guitars to him <laughs> exactly because <laughs> yeah. i'm like i if you give me a screwdriver and maybe an allen wrench he's gonna scratch the shit out of your guitar no i can do i can do <laughs> stuff with a guitar but anything else i'm like no i'm just i'm good <laughs> yeah do anything else I'm like yeah all you have to do is like oh solder like we get a wiring harness from like gun street and kyle's like yeah you only got to solder two points I'm like nah i'm not gonna do that I'll, yeah. I'll come over here i'm gonna drink beers and just make a bunch of like crass jokes while you do this and i'm like kyle are you done yet <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it happens but um no that, that, i mean yeah i mean that's kind of cool so you're kind of like still in the mode is there stuff that you want to learn I'm always willing to learn anything, right? So um, like, what, what do you, is it kind of a you don't know what you don't know? <laughs> yeah, uh, things like acoustics. I don't. They seem simpler to some, but they're quite complicated to work on, right? Well, because yeah. they're they're all about so the structure. Fragile. The structure is what makes them their guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like when the when the soundboard is warped and stuff, I'd like to kind of figure that stuff out, like how to flatten mm-hmm. that out again. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'd like to get more into stuff like that and maybe uh, like build acoustics. Yeah, acoustics. Right. So the acoustics like defy the laws of physics. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, they shouldn't yeah. exist. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what resources you would you would do, but there's another podcast called the uh, Fret Files podcast. Yeah, I, I listened to two episodes of that. I yeah, just started. So Eric Daw and his wife uh, Melissa they host that show. It's pretty cool. I mean, the guy is a lot more dry. And it's it's not like a comedy podcast, but it's very informative. Sometimes I listen to things, and he does he does repairs. That's what he does, and he builds guitars. But he does a lot of repairs, like oh, like a 1934 Martin. He's not afraid to touch that. Yeah, he sounds like in the first two episodes I listened to. He sounded really good. Um, yeah, it's it's it. But like I said, it's a lot more dry. If you're gonna listen, yeah. to it, it's like it's like so. This is what I do, and. Um, yeah, you kind of listen to NPR and, uh, we're going to talk about guitars and sometimes I, I'm like, <laughs> it's the ASMR guitar podcast, a- ASMR guitar, <laughs> yeah. but that's, that's a cool one. I don't know if it, like, maybe he kind of tells you different ones, but I'm like, that might be a cool one. Anyway, I don't know. Like, I kind of, I kind of wanted to just pick your brain about, you know, just different guitar repair and stuff like that and how we can get into more of that. But, um, I think maybe we, uh, squoze all we could out of that one. <laughs> you want to move on to the next one? Sounds good. All right, so this one is kind of just about like, uh, you know, Mark IIs or Mark Threes or new revisions of products. Y- you had you had mentioned about the what Katana Mark II. You're a Katana yeah. Mark One player, and you, that's what yeah. you, you you play at home. You play in your band, stuff like that. And then the new Mark II just came out. Has some cool features. Do you want to kind of like you know set this up, and then we'll kind of yeah. Um, so I have the original Katana 50 watt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got one by, a one, one by twelve, right? Or what's that? It's a one by twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. So they have a one by twelve, fifty watt. They have one by twelve, one hundred watt. A two by twelve, one hundred watt. Then there's a hundred watt head. Yeah. Um, then they got the mini one, and they got the wireless one. Yeah. Um, and they have the artist, which has more stuff on the front, different speaker and stuff. That's the higher end one. Yeah. Um, so when I got this one, I got it mostly for home practice. I, I tried a few different, the modeling ones, like the Vox one, uh, Fender, uh, Fender Mustang, and uh, they sounded really digital, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I got this one, I got it for $300 Canadian. I think they're $229 American. Mm-hmm. And I uh, thought I'll give it a shot. Sold one of my other ones, bought this one with the same money. And uh, it sounds amazing. It does sound... I'm not putting it side by side to a tube amp, but it sounds really a lot warmer sounding a lot. It seems to respond more like a tube amp. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I enjoy it. It's very light, easy to move around, yeah. which is and, good. And are you using it more like just a pedal platform? Like, Oh, all my stuff is. Going oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has so much in it. Um, there's like 55 pedals built in. Um, but I use it mostly as a pedal platform. Mm-hmm. I just reloaded some, uh, you can download files online and then install them on there to have your different, your different, uh, channels. Yeah. There's four channels on it. And, uh, but yeah, I use mostly for a pedal platform. Nice. And, uh, it's nice and loud. Like the show I played a couple months ago, there was four guitar players and three bass players and the drummer on stage and the singer nice. screaming as loud as he could scream. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and in that show, I could still hear my amp on stage. So that's when I was like, Oh wow. It actually is a nice loud, Mm-hmm. Amp, right? no, of we, course, we, no. we we definitely always shit on the katana, but it's actually a pretty good amp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just it's funny. Like, uh, like with we're just trying to go against the green. Yeah, because yeah. it, it it is such a well liked amp. You know, someone's got to hate it. Yeah, we we got to be those people. 
Jeez. I was thinking when, when Boss put it out and put the price on it, I don't think they knew how popular it was going to be because there's no way they would have put that price if they thought it was going to be as popular as it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, maybe it, they would because it sells so much. You know, everybody's yeah. buying it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets their name out there too, right? So. Yeah, and then really? like the fact that they came out with that as a an amp that like because I think they came out with what the hell what was that first one that came out that was like the like three thousand dollar four thousand dollar head oh, the Waza like, Waza amp. Yeah. And then people were like, this is fucking stupid. Swinging and miss, boss. You're going down like the Titanic. Yeah. Bye-bye, baby. And then they came out with the katana. Like, people were like, woo, singing a different tune now. <laughs> like, yeah. People were just like, <laughs> why don't you hold, hold your reservations? But um, I remember that. It was like, the, yeah, it was a Wazacraft amp. People were like, this thing is, <sighs> what are you doing here? But I think, and then they came out with the katana almost like six months or less after, and then people blown away. It's really cool, like practice amp that you could use on stage, you know? Yeah. And then, and then you know, they you, came out the next tone. Mm-hmm. They came out the next tone after that, and it didn't really, I don't think it took off as much as it the katana. It definitely didn't make oh, as sure. much of a wave, you know? Yeah. I think it was a tech, like a better amp and better sounding, but it just didn't like a price point that people were like, ah, it's kind of maybe in between like getting a certain, like, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get like a maybe a blues deluxe or something like that, or like the next tone. Now I'll probably get a blues deluxe or, yeah. like, or I can just get a Katana, whatever. And then they recently came out with the Mark two Katana. And that's, this one has different features, right? Has like, yeah, they, it's mostly uh usability. They added a few different effects on it. Mm-hmm. Um, not they, I'm not sure all the ones they added like a poly octave and like a pedal bend, like a whammy. Yeah. With the expression pedal, so there's expression pedal input on the back, yeah. right? So they were they were also doing like you know uh, software upgrades with it because you can like upgrade some of the what the uh, inner workings of it, like yeah, of it, the katana. It, it, it's on version three now. The original ones on version three, and then, they, added, they added a couple pedals. They added a different EQ, the the EQ10, the Boss EQ10. Yeah, and the last one they added, they added a couple more effects. Yeah, and um, so so they were they were doing that, but I'm I'm sure they were at a, a limitation of what they could do with the hardware, actually. Yeah, exactly. So uh, with that one, without a workaround, there are some workarounds digitally to fix it, but uh, you can only run three pedals at once. Yeah, and there's three knobs. So the knobs on the top, um, if you had it at twelve o'clock, it was off. If you had it all the way to the left, it was off, and all the way to the right, it was off, and then you had your pedals on the left and right. Yeah. Uh, so if you want it, each knob had two effects on it, but you only run one at a time. Mm-hmm. So the problem there was if you say you had a boost on and you had it churned at zero and you wanted to get past that boost to get to your other effect you had, you'd have to go from zero to 10 on the boost and then it would start over on the next effect. Mm-hmm. So if you're on stage, it would kind of not be good right yeah you're kind of like okay uh, you're fucking me up here yeah exactly <laughs> so, uh, with the new one they put a like a concentric knobs so like a collared knob on it mm-hmm. and so you can actually run five effects at once now so two of them have that collared knob on it so uh you can actually change them individually and not worry about overloading with like the overdrive when you're trying to get to a different effect right yeah yeah so uh more functionality there and you can run the five different pedals at once and actually work it on top of your amp right nice 
what else did they add? Well, they added they like added the, they part. added like the thing where you can chain two of them at once to do stereo yeah. effects that do that within the katana. Yeah, plug one in the other. You just take one, plug it in, plug it in the other, and it runs stereo. So one's like master, the other one's a slave, and yeah. uh, the controls on the second one just kind of get overridden, and mm-hmm. uh, they have a lot of stereo effects in there too, like their courses stuff. They have a lot of options there. So and then you can also or, use, use them like uh, just a, a powered cab. Yeah, they have a powered. Cabinet. So, so before you could run like the effects loop in, you could bypass the effects loop and jump in there. But that came into the chain between two of the effects. So the yeah. power cap in skips the whole effect section and just goes right to it. Right. Yeah. 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 So now you can, you know, run your HX stomps or, you know, like helix and fractals and stuff like that. And that's like, sometimes you're like, Oh, okay. I'll run in front of house with my speaker IRs and emulation, but you're like, oh, okay, I still want some back, you know, when I'm playing at a at a show or whatever, cool. Front of house gets whatever they want, but I still need some stage, stage yeah. movement and stage volume. You know, and so yeah, that, exactly. that, it kind of goes into it. Like when once that was announced, I'm like, oh, that's cool, and that's actually way less than a lot of powered speaker cabs from like you know, um, you know, Friedman or Mission or even like you know, um, if you wanted to get like a JBL powered, you know, PA speaker, yeah, you could do that, but you would look. It would look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I've seen people who do people who American, right? Yeah, I, I see. I've seen people who do that where they bring like a couple of those JBL powered speakers on stage. Totally does the job, and I think you know I've heard other people like just get a powered you know PA. That's the same thing as getting one of these like full range, full response speakers. Just get a PA speaker. I'm like, yeah, but you look like a fucking moron on stage. <laughs> like legit, you look like an asshole. Don't do that. Yeah. You could get one of these because you're like, oh, it's an amplifier. And then so when you're at home, you're kind of jamming around. But you have your like, you know, Helix or you have your, you know, uh, X8, AX8 or whatever. And you can run into that and cool. And you can actually not look like a dipshit. And for like what, maybe what, a couple hundred bucks? And like, yeah, and maybe like a little bit more than you would a powered JBL or something like that. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I have legit seen that. I'm like, oh, cool. That guy, guy's got a great board. He pulls up two JBL, you know. <laughs> For his stereo rig, I'm like, that's what they say you should do. People on other podcasts I've heard, it's like, just get one of those. I'm like, you look like a dickhead. <laughs> you look like a yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> like you, like, uh, like seriously, you look like a DJ up there. Yeah, seriously, you like, <laughs> just, just fucking don't do that. <laughs> don't. Yeah. But you can get one of these. I'm like, oh, that's a really cool feature. Am I going to get one of these katanas? No. And you're kind of at that point too, uh, Andrew. You, you're saying you're in other groups and on Facebook or whatever, you're like about the katana. You're like, you're, you're, you're sold on the first, the Mark one at least. And you're like, cool. Mark two came out. Are you going to buy the next one or what? <laughs> the thing with the, a lot of the, uh, features they added is to make it more functional on stage. Right. Um, but whereas I usually use it for, uh, just a pedal platform, I'm not really using all the onboard effects, which yeah. seems like a waste. They're all there, but, uh, I just prefer to have my control, yeah, you got, my, all, you got all your free Donner pedals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get them on stage, baby. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, the, the, if I was buying new, it's the same price, right? So I'd obviously get that one. Um, yeah. I think you get like a trade-in. If you can get a decent amount for the trade-in of the old one, it might be worth it for some to get the new one, right? Yeah, or you can sell that one, maybe just like eat some yeah. cost and yeah. I don't know, $100 and you can get the new one or something like that, right? Yeah. Would it be um, worth it? Like, is it like enough features for you to think like, I need the latest, greatest thing. I don't think for me it is. Um, 
Because by the time you actually do that in three years, they'll come up with another one too, right? So yeah. I'm thinking run this one as long as it runs, and then uh, then I'll think about upgrading, right? So and you're kind of like still sold on it. So if this one went down for whatever reason, or say you're like, oh no, I you know, I'm loading it into my car, I forgot to like. You know, I left it like on top of the roof or whatever. I drove off and smashed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever reason it broke, you'd be like, "All right, let's get the Mark II." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so I kind of wanted to bring this topic up. I'm like, okay, the latest, greatest type of stuff. Yeah. Like you, you were maybe sold on one thing, and then something else comes out. Uh, we kind of mentioned this on uh, Patreon. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. With his computer rig. Yeah. So you got the best. You know, the at at the time, the best of the best. It's funny at the I, time. I nine only like three you know, months what, ago. What, <laughs> you know what? Sixteen core processor on your computer and stuff like that. All the best, greatest stuff for your computer. I'm gonna get the best software for recording. Yeah. Uh, you know my 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 hits. Uh, you know reason ten. Yeah. And then you they pay, drop paid for it, and then a week <laughs> later they dropped reason yeah. eleven. Maybe I should just paid attention better to you know reason, but I was like, oh shit, it, I don't have a reason to. Well, my bad. Boom. So I was a little ticked off, right? I was like, fuck that. Dropped dropped the new one. I just got the the old the older version. You know? Yeah, you're like so within I, a week. You're, you're so like, god damn it. I pulled a Karen and I wa- spoke to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Kyle with the hair flip. You're like, where's your manager? <laughs> it's just me typing on the computer. No, so I he's like I the just, cat with the laptop is like. I just went to the support page and I was like, oh, I just said support this. No, so I shut the fuck up. So I. I told him I just bought it, blah blah. You know, you I want conned the, me. I want the new one. No, I wasn't an asshole like you. I would have done it. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, you're still in your whatever grace period. You could download the next one for free." I'm like, "When did I? No one ever told. It's not like an email that popped up. Oh, it's new. You could get it for free." So, anyways, well, because you probably had to ask for them to tell you because they don't want you to download it. Yeah. So i I got the I got the free upgrade. And uh, I'm like, well, now to get the full suite would only be like another 150 bucks more. And that's probably how they get you. That's yeah. the clinker. Yeah. Like, and then it's only 100. Oh, Reason 11 is only 150 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've already paid $400 for the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so when you look at it, you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. I, look, look, I only paid 150 bucks for the Reason 11. <laughs> yeah, but I paid $400 for the other one. Yeah, but, but that's I in only- the past. What's but the, I got a free upgrade. You didn't catch. You are you listening? You always bringing about old <laughs> shit. Yeah. So so uh, yes, I I I well, want the latest and greatest. So why did you want the latest and greatest? Because it's in the name, bro. It's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> no. So <laughs> they they had some new instruments they added and they added some more effects and. <laughs> would you, do you think you would you you need to have those? No. But you want to have. That. I wanted it. Oh, yeah. There you go. I had to have it. I want it. Um, yeah, and I, I've used a couple of them already, so, you know. So suck it. <laughs> yeah. I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, I like that idea, that mentality of, like, I want the latest, greatest thing. I'm like, sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah I need yeah, it. Gotta I get mean, it. That's, that's totally me with the, um, you know, not only because we bitched about it so much, but it's like the Carbon Copy Mini. I don't need it. I don't even use the other features that it comes with. Like of the bright switch and the modulation on the outside, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just wanted that pedal. <laughs> yeah, and I have the carbon copy like full size regular version. 
It's great. It's one of the best delay pedals. I I enjoy it. It's the one. And then I'm like, the mini came out like, yeah. <laughs> and just put that on my Sweetwater card. I'm like, and it came with a couple of days. I'm like, woo. And I got it. I'm like, yep, that sounds exactly like the other one. <laughs> but it's smaller and cuter. I love it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it has a bright switch. What? Okay. Shut up. <laughs> well, it's got All a you- bright switch, so it's like the carbon copy bright. Oh, has it has that modulation on the outside. Shut up. <laughs> I don't even care. It's like you would have had to buy all the the pedal versions. Well, anyway, it. like because the, they came with the, 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 the original, they came out with the carbon copy bright. They came out with the deluxe that has the bright switch on it. They had the tap tempo and stuff like that, which I really want the deluxe. Which uh, heard from RJ from Just Surprise Me said, "Hey, uh, that went down in price. It's now like a hundred, I think seventy, hundred sixty bucks so new. You still want a, a deluxe? Yeah." I should get one, right? Why Why wouldn't I? You should get the anniversary one. No, that one's dumb. It's the same one. I know, but I want I want the deluxe. You just called the original effect dumb. See what you did? See, what you, <laughs> Kyle, you are idiot you are? See, what you're spitting all this logic. <laughs> <laughs> you're just destroying me with logic, Kyle. <laughs> no, I have reason. I don't have logic. Oh, oh my God. Boom. Okay, so I guess another uh, other pedal, like when a pedal comes out, you want the latest version of that. Yeah. Because yeah. you have, oh, well- Earthquaker came out with whatever version. Now it has momentary, or now it has divisions. A great, or, yeah, a great. So, so you're like, I gotta have that. But sometimes they make like a streamlined one. So let's say, like the tremolo from Walrus. Yeah, my my boys, <laughs> they know me. You know, they know me. <laughs> um, they come. They came out with the smaller version, which I think had a couple knobs omitted. Yeah, which aren't like key, but it's like, well, I'm not gonna go back you know yeah. if i didn't have one maybe i would have got yeah. the new one but i'm like eh, couldn't pass up that deal yeah because i'm like it's a it's a lot i mean it's the normal normal size mxr yeah. size but <clears throat> yeah or even like uh you're were, you're were saying with earthquaker uh-huh. um there's the v2 of the rainbow machine hell yeah which uh johnny johnny ray johnny friend of the show johnny ray uh um, he has a six shooter he has the version one <laughs> of the Rainbow Machine, and you know it's like with the uh, with the click switches, mm-hmm. so it's like they're not momentary. Yeah, and uh, but Tim and his band has uh, the V two. Yep, and then that's jo- what you're getting. And Johnny was like, you know, hmm, that bastard. <laughs> I should get one of those. And he keeps saying like, hmm, I should get one with the soft switches. You know. Because, like, to have that crazy, like, rainbow effect, rainbow machine, like, you know, like, it does, like, it sounds like almost like Mario hitting the coin box, you know, like, (laughs) that's what it sounds like. And have your guitar or, like, instrument do that and just go crazy with it. To have that momentary would just be, like, that'd be tight to, like, throw into, like, a set or a song or weird stuff. Like Like a a metal breakdown. And you go, in the first place, eh? He's like, you're, bling. <laughs> and it goes bling, 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 bling. <laughs> to have that I'm like it's, it's it's momentary and I'm like that's totally cool and I do that with the V4 of the hummingbird I'm like I found that super usable so to me I'm like yeah dude I'm like keep telling John I'm like I want to get the V2 I want to get the V2 like you know the purple gear hero one yeah and he, Johnny's like because he does really because you think about it he uses the shit out of his v1 and it's really great one because it's like a lower numbered one he's like 
Like that one I came should... in like a plain box. That's how old it is. Yeah, and Johnny's like, <laughs> <laughs> it totally works and still, but I'm like, I can see his face. I'm like, I could totally get a V2 and use that and keep my V1 at home because I'm like, I'm like, when you think about it, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't think that way, but we all are like, yes, that's a good idea. Go for it, man. <laughs> well, what about like, um, maybe this is different, but with boss pedals. So you have a CE1 and then yeah. you have the CE2. Are those considered different? upgraded? I mean, yeah, I would, I would say okay, so. Well, then CE3 is the stereo version. So they add other features, right? But, and that one sucks in comparison to the other two. Even well, I mean, they're it's based off of the C two. Yeah, but there's just something that doesn't sound the same. Yeah, doesn't ha- it doesn't have the same soul. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess like okay, Andrew. I mean, for you, like, what what about some of these like upgrade like new upgraded mark? You know, is upgrades. There, upgrades. <laughs> Are there any that like maybe like really appeal to you, or that you would think I'm like, oh man, that's definitely a way better version of that one? I think it's usually a cost thing, right? Like I wouldn't buy a Waza metal zone, but uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> sounds a little expensive, but uh, <laughs> there was one pedal I had. It was a uh, one of the Donner ones I tried out for them. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was a volume and a wall pedal. Had a toggle on the side. Oh, that's dope. I, I thought it'd be great if instead of the toggle on the side, that when you turn the wall off, it was a volume pedal, and that way, yeah. You can use it for both all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then they came out with that, and I was like, "Well, I kind of that's what I wanted in the first place." So uh-huh. when something like that happens, then then yeah, it's just if I, it's, it's a kismet. Fun. You're like, this just happens to like I wish this into existence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it fits my yeah. needs perfectly. I was part of the development team on this. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I use the onboard effects on the katana, yeah. Um, I definitely would go for the Mark II because of the functionality difference. Because I remember thinking when I first played with it, I was like, why doesn't it work this way? Or why isn't there just more knobs? And uh, now they have it, right? So They should be paying you. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it was something that I thought was functionally that I wanted added to it, and then it came out. Yeah. I'll definitely jump on it, right? But Yeah. Well, I, I think about that, too, with like things that I do use. So I have... Um, like older versions of uh, things that I really love. So I have the Mark II version of the Rocker Verb. So there's Mark One, Two, and Three. The third version seems really, really cool because it has attenuation. It has a better clean channel. Like it's more like chimey, kind of what you want out of a clean channel. Um, and you know, it just has a lot more features on it. And then a lot of people really shit on the Mark II because saying that the clean tone sounds like shit. And they are <laughs> correct. It does. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and then they're saying like the spring reverb on the Mark III is better than the Mark II because the Mark II version spring reverb sucks dick. <laughs> it's not good. It basically goes from like barely there to being like... <laughs> I'm like, you can't even fucking use this. Well, it's and better then, than on the, was the 80-30. It's like... Goes Not from even, subtle to subtle. Yeah. <laughs> to, to off to subtle. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I'm like, okay, cool. So they finally got it right with Mark, you know, the Mark III. I'm like, people are like, oh, this is the one. It has the attenuation. The spring reverb is great. And then the, um, you know, the, the clean channels that, you know, ch- really good, clean, chimey, doesn't distort, and it's way m- controllable with master volume. And I'm like, I don't use the clean channel, and I don't use reverb on mine. So suck my dick, bitch. I'm just going to get the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep the Mark II, and I love the way it sounds. The distortion channel is all I use, 
And then with the um, uh, Fractal Audio, the FX8, I have the Mark One because they came out with the FX8 Mark II, which is no different except the main faceplate is black. <laughs> because you could upgrade the soft the firmware, right? And the um, it has like the hardware wise, it has like a, a six dB less noise floor oh. capability. Like you, like it'll cut down more. I'm like, and people are like, "What the fuck? This is your Mark II? Like this? There, you did nothing. You you made a whole new version of this for nothing. No, 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 no. We anodized that differently. Yeah, and it's <laughs> now it's now it has a black faceplate. And it has a lower no- noise floor by six dB. That's it. it. Has no more, like no more, like <laughs> like memory. It has nothing on there that's like you know big upgraded. They're like, no, it's exactly the same. I think they just tr- one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> and everybody's saying like, you made a version like this sucks. There's no difference in this. And then so I had you the- asked and we listened. <laughs> and so yeah, and there's for you know the, the firmware updates are like yeah they kind of give you all the stuff that you need and like with the FX8 it mean you're mainly using it in conjunction with an amplifier so you're kind of like your amplifier is doing like a lot of the tone lifting you know and then the effects <laughs> are all done from the FX8 and routing and stuff like that but I'm like if you you use their humbuster type cables you don't notice a difference. And stuff like that. Anyway, so it, I I thought that was like that's a shitty upgrade. I'm like that's so fucking stupid. But if they came with a Mark III that ha- was like a lot smaller, yeah, because the FX8 is very big. What about when it's, they, a, it's the size of a PT Junior? So this is maybe along the same lines. Uh, was it Keeley did a new version of the Caverns? Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, it's it's just the graphics different, isn't it? Is it any better? No. Okay. I mean, like this thing. I didn't like it a whole lot. It you'd you'd play and start self oscillate and you're like, oh I'm gonna turn it off. And then like an hour later it's like it's still going. You're it's like, just like it's like if you took a bunch of bees and put them in a bottle and shook them around, they're still in there. They're still pissed off. <laughs> they in the body. <laughs> <It's, laughs> they don't go back in the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. You're like, oh let me just kick this back on. Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm like, so the, the, the V2 still sucks. And they didn't make uh, momentary switches. I'm like, they could have done that. Yeah. You guys failed. You were this close. No, I mean, you could whatever. Have done it, was, it was just the same graphic, but like thing black backed mm-hmm. instead of white background or yeah. black background. No, they, that was just the one. But they had the original Keeley Caverns. Yeah. Which I don't think you're talking about. They had original Keeley Caverns V1, which was completely different looking. Okay. It had a lot less features. Well, then the V2 and then whatever. They made a special graphic V2. Well. Mm. But. Yeah. Instead of that graphic, you could have fixed some of these other problems, you yeah. fuck. should have called me first. <laughs> Call me. Yeah, I'm the only guy probably who notices that. <laughs> anyway, so I guess those are the differences between the, you know. I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, the new versions, they don't oppress me much. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> but sometimes with Kyle, or if you're in that same mindset, which I, I'm not faulting him, because sometimes you like, I need to have the latest. Yeah. Sometimes. I should get that new one. <laughs> well, I I was really that same way with because I have a Claret um, 8 Pre um, interface, which is a Thunderbolt 2. And then they came with a USB-C uh, version of that. And I was like, oh, I should get that. Because that's the newest one, I you know, and I saw, and I'm like, Thunderbolt Two has way more power and transfer rate mm-hmm. than a USB C. So I'm like, no, I'm not gonna get that. Why'd they go backwards? 
I think to make it more compatible. compatible with Windows. Yeah. Anyway, so that was one thing. I was like, oh, dude, I should totally get that until I actually did some research. I'm like, that is not any better, but they're the same <laughs> price. <laughs> so I stuck with the Thunderbolt 2 version. Anyway, but I think we're kind of wrapping, you know, winding down here. Uh, Andrew, thanks so much uh, for joining us. No problem. And then, uh, you know, I, I think we're, we're going to head on out of here. But um, yeah, I mean, do you want to, you know, plug uh, your Instagram and Facebook page one more time before we head out? Yeah, it's uh, at Andrew Zalkov um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you're doing, um, where are you? I guess we never even said, we just kind of like alluded to it a bunch of times, like, oh, this is where he's from. Uh, where are yeah. you out of? Uh, Stellarton, Nova Scotia, in uh, picked up County, Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Isn't that close to where they do uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> That's what you can say yeah. all the time. Uh, <laughs> Trailer Park Boys was filmed in Halifax, and it was filmed in Truro a bit there, too. When Snoop Dogg was on, that was in Truro, and that's half an hour away. I was actually working there on the ambulance at the time, and I went up to the security in the ambulance and tried to just drive past them. They said, did someone call you? I'm like, no, I just went to see Snoop Dogg, and they sent me away. (laughs) Get out of here. Yeah. I was making sure nobody dies. I tried, right? But actually, uh, Bubbles grew up here, um, about 10 minutes away from my place. That's where he's from, Mike Smith. He had a band in high school and uh, after high school, a sandbox. Okay. I don't know if they made it down your way or not, but they had a few, few songs on much music here and stuff. And uh, so he was kind of a name we knew. And then when I saw him on the show, it was kind of cool to see him doing something else. Right. Nice. So. nice. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, they're, they're Lo- killing local it. boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I know it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's your first podcast. <laughs> Thanks yeah. For, yeah. Uh, give it up for Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Car everyone, yeah uh, everyone join in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's the whole crowd goes wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, thanks for, thanks for joining us. We'll have to have you on again, but um, yeah, it was kind of on a whim. I'm like, I got this idea. You want to be on the podcast? You're like, yeah, sure. Let me see if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it worked out. We're, we're, it was a lot of fun. So um, do our little spiel to get out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you guys like what you hear, you guys can follow along with the podcast on social media. We're on uh, Instagram at the Tone Jerks. We have a Facebook group. We have a page. Like it if you want. That's cool. Just join the group. Join the group, though. That's where all the action's going down. Andrew's in there. He's uh, fucking shit up. (laughs) Yeah, posting 69. 69 all damn day. Not temperature, though. 69 all the time. Not in Celsius. (laughs) Uh... Oh yeah, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite balmy. Uh balmy. Boom. Uh <laughs> and then we uh it, you know, if you guys like, really like what you hear, you guys can help support the show on Patreon uh for as little as one dollar a month. But if you guys double down for two bucks a month, you guys get an extra episode every week. And Andrew actually listens to those episodes. Right? They're kinda they're okay. They're cool, right? Yeah. Rather <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's really it's just about, like it's really more just like if you think those this heavy hidden topics yeah yeah if you think if you think this is laid back like the patreon's a little way more laid back <laughs> anyway but just for uh you know for the support and a big sh- you know thank you kyle's gonna give you a big shout out a huge shout out a sizable acknowledgement give me those names bye all right we have brett alexander doug king andrew how do you say that is that a Walsh? 
Walshy boy, Andrew Walshy boy, Walsh? <laughs> uh, Michael Newman. I think I'm on a different rhythm because dr- we're drinking Bud Lights tonight. I'm drinking Frescas. Well, I had one Bud Light. Yeah, I'm just like we didn't. They didn't have fucking Miller Light at that. Ugh, I'm so pissed. God damn it, Andrew. What are you drinking? You gotta be drinking something. I had a uh, Olin's Export. That's okay. a local beer. I heard you and, crack uh, one earlier, and I was like, yeah. should I ask? No, I don't want to. Kiss and tell. I don't, you know, I want I don't you to kiss and tell. <laughs> these these Bud Lights, they just don't do it, do me right like the yeah. Miller Lights. Oh. <laughs> You're just raging though, still. I am. All right. Uh, Adam Rohr from the Let Him, Let, Let Him Hear <laughs> podcast. Bruce Banana, Colin Smith, Doug Gann, Andrew Taylor, Jason Fuzzmonger. Andrew Taylor. I think you mean Aaron Taylor. Yeah. Aaron <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. I can't even remember. You only had one of those things. What's in that? Oh, I had two frescas. What's in that fresca? (laughs) Aaron Taylor, Jason Fuzzmonger, Abe Newman, Jim Bowers, Doug Christ, Joseph from Like My Pedals, and Will Lehew from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Johnny Ray, Jamie Davis, Sean Fahey, Steve Mike, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, Alvaro Viramontes, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Nicholas Payson, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast, Kevin E. Quits from Equits Guitars, Leon from Pelican Noiseworks, and Nicholas Ogburn. All right. Uh, thanks, Andrew. That's our time. <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye bye. See ya. Bye.